Welcome to Season 2 of the Modern Bruja Podcast. With Sin and Jay, your favorite brujas, talking about all things spiritual in this modern world. Welcome everyone to Modern Bruja. I'm Sin and this is Jay. Say hi, Jay. Hello. Welcome back to Episode 2. Three. 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 <laughs> we already lost count. Are you lost count? It's too much for me. It's too much. I'm also dyscalculic. So there's also that. So I can't keep count if my life depended on it, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I think it's because she's running late from <laughs> from her jazz radio show with that movie. <laughs> it's still sin, guys. I promise. I've brought in my sexy voice for you all today. You're welcome to Modern Bruja Radio. Thank you for joining us for all the classics. All the witchy brews coming to you live every Tuesday at 11 11. Awesome. I honestly could make money off of this, couldn't I? I feel like I could could make money. Somebody hire me. Somebody hire me and pay me. Pay me. Pay me. Make me rich. Make me rich. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. This is is what some people might consider my sexy voice, Jay, but it's really the I'm tired and it's way past my bedtime. (laughs) It is 9.52, homie. 9.52. I'm open at 8. You're lying. You're lying. I'm Listen, in bed by like eleven thirty. You got kids and respons- You got kids and responsibilities. This is me. I love all of my clients. Clients, if you're listening, I love you all. But I love you more when you don't book a late session. <laughs> They're like, my- then don't make yourself available. That's what they tell me. Session. Basically, I like my last sessions at seven. I try to be out. So I can be out by like 8.30, be home. Like, and I'm tired at nine o'clock. I'm like, I'm take my shower, get in bed. I can't. 11.30. And on the the weekends, like Friday night, Saturday night, probably closer to one o'clock. I got to get it all in with all the quiet. No, no, no. I mean, like, let me, let me also let you know a little bit more about my bed routine. I do say I'm in bed (laughs) on TikTok. (laughs) Okay. Until like one o'clock in the morning, but that doesn't mean like I'm not talking. My voice is tired. My my voice is done by seven. I am a Virgo. I am a Virgo, Virgo. I don't like talking. I know that's hard for you to believe, but I don't like talking. (laughs) I'm only up to season two of our podcast, but I don't like talking. I'm only a a famous podcaster. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I only talk for a living. Talk radio for a living. Oh my uh, gosh. Oh my god. Okay, so episode three. We yes. we've had a, a lot kind of happen in the last week. I feel like mm-hmm. energetically there's been a mm-hmm. lot going on, especially since the first release. So um even though we are in the third episode at the time of this recording, our first episode was just released this week, which Jay and I had completely forgotten about. <laughs> oh my god. It's the one time I was actually efficient and did everything ahead of time, scheduled it, and then literally forgot about it until you texted me. Like, oh, it sounds good. I was like, what sounds good? I was, it was my anniversary that day. So I was on my way. I, I basically uh, spent the day with my husband. He was at work, but I dropped him off, stayed nearby. So like right after he was done, Aww. we could go out, you know, cause it's like everything closes early because of COVID, right? Everything yeah. closing early. So we wanted to make sure we got like, you know, had a nice dinner. So I worked nearby and I get the alert on my email. Oh, your podcast has oh, been yeah. su- successfully, <laughs> you know, published. And I'm just like, oh, right. Oh, yeah. We have a podcast. <laughs> right. We did no promo for this. Why are we who we are? Folks, I want you to know oh. that as a Virgo and Jay is a wannabe Capricorn because did we ever talk about how you're not really a, a, a Capricorn I'm going anymore? back to this okay, okay I'm gonna stick with Capricorn you're gonna okay, yeah. she's I'm a wannabe gonna stick with it <laughs> she, she's a wannabe Capricorn why I don't yes, know but Capricorn she's a wannabe. rising listen I respect you Jay but I would want to be a few other signs before that one because they're very strict <laughs> but even with all this even with all this wannabe Capricorn energy and all this Mm-hmm. I am a Virgo energy. I'm, we're still messes. We planned and planned and didn't execute. Why are we like this? 
I'm just grateful that people actually listen. That's just Sagittarius. That's just Sagittarius. I'm just grateful like, to be here. Just thankful that people share and like, because if it wasn't for that, I just don't know what right. we'd be doing. I don't know what we'd be doing. Yeah. I don't know. We're totally, listen, things, the one thing that definitely has not changed from season one into season two is that we're both still very much spirit led and mm-hmm. the fact that like you know we're not going to do something if it doesn't resonate with us in our spirit and if spirit wants us to do it guess what they got to help out with the promotion man because <laughs> it happy from us that's all i'm saying it's obvious they can't count on us we'll lend our voice we will lend right. our voice i got we no issues do with what that. we do but that's no it. issues but you better get me some followers on Instagram. You better, you better push you better my, push my, po- you better push my podcast on Spotify. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise be. <laughs> so we had our podcast, oh our first God. episode from the second season release, which was nice. It was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And in it, I'm calling you out, Jay, because I told you we're working on this one today. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Those of you that listened to the first episode, you might have noticed that at parts in that in that episode, somebody was not clear, cannot be heard properly. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm calling you out, homie. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out because your spirit was like, we ain't doing this in 2020. We're not ending Mm -hmm. 2020 like this. Mm -hmm. She's like, for those of you that well. Some of you might join our Patreon and be able to see her, but right now she's doing the Cynthia thing of denial, which is like stroking her hair like you can't see me. Yeah. (laughs) She's doing the Cynthia move of like stroking her hair. Okay, so you might hear me throughout this this particular episode asking Jay to speak up because we are going to hear her loud and clear, and I'm not going to like distract her with my with my with my hand signals over over the video she's gonna hear it we want to speak up we're gonna be loud we're gonna be clear okay Uh, but i say this because for two reasons the first reason is your spiritual advisors at the end of the day are still human right Mm -hmm. we're still human i have you know i have various blockages that i always have to work on you know in fact how i found healing and felt okay with practicing as, you know, even though I grew up with it, like how I found it as a way for me to practice with other people is that I had to heal parts of myself. I had to heal certain, certain part of my blockages in order to do the work with others, right? Um, so we're still going to like have, you know, we're still going to be toxic. Somos toxicas. Somos toxicas. We're still going to be toxic because we're human. We try not to be. Our goal is to not be. Like, we're striving. It's not like our goal to be toxic, but we might have our moments, you know. Mm-hmm. I have I have an overactive throat chakra, some people might say. <laughs> Unless I'm actually, so I'm in real life and IRL. I'm not a real talker, actually. I don't like talking. I'd rather listen. I'm like, yeah, that's nice. I don't really have an opinion on that. That's great. Mm, Like, I'm not actually, I don't really partake in a conversation with my voice in in, an actual relationship, right? I feel like Jay actually does. But like, (laughs) like, like I feel like this is where we're actually opposite, Opposite, yeah. Right. But I have a blockage of like sometimes getting too close to people or feeling like too dependent on people. So like that would be like my blockage, right? Like this mm-hmm. feels like safe to me because it's like, you don't know me. What you going to do, <laughs> judge me? You don't know me. You can't judge me if you don't know me. You can judge me if you know me, but if you don't know me, you can't judge me. Watch, they're all judging me right now, aren't they? <laughs> they're all it's judging co- it's me. Duality. It's duality. Right, it's duality. We can be a healer and heal at the same time. It's fine. It's That's fine. exactly what it is. That's exactly mm-hmm. what we're doing. Um, and the other reason why I'm bringing it up so that we're, we're going through our own healing practices. Some of you might actually have some throat chakra issues happening right now because it's something that is in the air with all the astrology that's going on, right? Like messages are getting muddled because we're about to go into Mercury retrograde. Yes, our friend Merc the Jerk is back again. Mm. He should have a rap song. Mm-hmm. You know, don't you feel like he should have a rap song? Some kind of like warning bell, something. Maybe one of your DJ effects. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
Yeah, one of those, basically. <sighs> but I want I want to have one of those. Bop, bop, bop. He's back, back again, basically. Mm-hmm. And then here to like mess up your life and distract people from what you're trying to communicate. But I bring it up because if you've looked at or heard about the last you know few debates we've had in this country the last two debates in this country Mm. if you um have just been hearing the messages from not just politicians but everybody in the media like things are already starting to get muddled and misconstrued a little bit more easier and i do think it's because as a nation particularly the u.s has a communication problem like we have not been communicating as good as we can be and i'm guilty of that too like i do it more like i said my blockage is more in the personal than it is in the public the public i'm like yeah yeah whatever like i got you judge me i don't know you i won't know i won't know right Right. but in the personal like oh you're judging me and i could feel it too right so i could also feel when they're judging me so i'm like oh my brain's gonna go into overdrive with this one this is not okay let me just shut my mouth let me just shut my mouth um so um yeah, like I just feel like it's the time, it's the season. So if you're if you're struggling with some throat chakra issues, let me know and I will tell you to speak louder too. Like I'm going to tell Jay throughout this whole episode. You're welcome. She's going to hate me. She's going to send me hate mail after this. Thanks. This <laughs> bitch and her modern bruja jazz vocals. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Oh, modern bruja radio. You can't hate me when I have my deep jazz voice on. Can you? It's starting to crack now because I'm tired. It's starting to crack if you could hear it. I can't keep that oh, tone. I can't keep that tone. It's hilarious. Um, but girl, we have a lot. Dude. So you didn't watch the debate last night, you said. I last watched night was a vice like, presidential debate, right? Yes. I watched a little bit. And what I do with these types of things is, it's just like I did with the presidential debate, is that I wait for the highlights. Like, I'd rather read the article than sit there for, like, two hours and listen to them go back and forth. I just can't. It just... Or it's an hour, whatever long it is. I just still can't do it. Um, so I'd rather look at the highlights, the memes. You know, they're always very educational. And so... <laughs> well, you know, that's what I do. I mean, I fell asleep during the debate because, again, past my it's bedtime. Past your bedtime. Yeah. Past my bedtime. I can only say it for TikToks, and that's about it. So I was, I obviously fell asleep during half of it, but I watched the majority, and then I watched the clips, you know, whatever I missed in the morning. Not, I mean, I waited until it was over, until I moved off the couch onto my bed, but I was pretty much asleep through most of it. I feel like somebody did, first of all, Mike Pence and his eye. Okay. I'm going to talk about it. Somebody, somebody either punched him in the face, he got COVID, or somebody did some like serious brujeria on him because that looked like his snake eye, like his little reptilian eye was coming out. It looked all dilate, like it was huge, like huge. And it was all red. I'm like, you either hacked your way into like straining something in your eye or you got punched, which let's be honest i who doesn't want to punch him right because something was thrown at him maybe something right maybe maybe mother wasn't having it anymore (laughs) (laughs) mother was over it mother was over it and um whatchamacallit i don't know it was it was just like he looked so creepy he just looked creepy uh, you're, we're, we need to talk about the fly. No, like, we're going to get, listen, we're going to get to the star of the show in a second. I want to like talk about okay. like how he was decaying, <laughs> how he was decaying in front, of our eyes. in front of our eyes. Like I was ready for a piece of his skin to fall off on national TV. You know, like, you yeah. know, we, you know, cause sometimes there's demons. I mean, supposedly I've heard, I've never seen one before, but if we're going to like, Hey, this is modern bruja. This is we're gonna talk Bruja about Radio. it. This is modern Bruja Radio. So like this is like we're gonna talk about it. Like we've all heard of people that like are supposed demons or have been here for a very, very long time. They're old and they have to like sacrifice people in order to maintain their youth. So like his skin must have been like decomposing. Like maybe he didn't like, you know, feed off of something. I was gonna say that was the best that demon could get though. Like <laughs> everybody else was busy. I don't want to, I'm just saying. I mean, we didn't say he was a good demon. Like, we didn't say he was good at his job of being a demon. True, he's true. Adequate. There's he's a- adequate. 
adequate adequate okay but then for so we had that one on one side and then we had kamala on the other side who threw the best shade in the entire world with all she was serving looks honey honey those looks i was like every and i've seen i've seen kamala debate in person like live i've actually seen biden also debate in person when he first ran against obama back in the day um and so a lot of these politicians I've seen in person, I've known them not like personally because, but because I did the political work, right? Um, so I know how she debates as a person. She's not always about these looks. I feel like these looks were because she, just, knew, she knew we wanted her to be petty. She knew. But she was just over him. We all are. We're all, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Or, I'll be honest, like normal Kamala would not be serving those looks. Like she has looks, but they're much more like composed. Like they're right. much more like not in your face. Last night, she knew the entire nation was over it, like over it. But there, you therefore, know how you always have that one person that um, just brings out that petty in you? Trump, And yes. I feel, that's what yes. I'm saying. Trump, yes. So I feel mm-hmm. like, Trump and Pence, that, that per, those people that bring that like low vibration type of petty. Right. And it's not our fault. It's no, not Kamala's I, fault. It's not her fault. I'm, I'm actually a plot. I'm like, listen, snap, snap, snap. I'm doing like whisper snaps for you all, poet snaps, because I don't want to ruin your ears as you listen to my beautiful voice. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, I was applauding it because I was actually not expecting that from her because usually she's very, very, very reserved. But she was like, she she feels like the rest of us. We're over all the lies. We're over all the shit, right? So we're like, whatever. And she was like, yeah, I ain't having this at all. Oh, before we get to the star of the show, The Fly, I did want to talk <laughs> about, I did want to talk about, did you hear, uh, you know who else was serving some pettiness? Was Buttigieg. Remember Buttigieg? Yes. Right. He was asked, oh, what was he asked? Crap. I don't even think it's even like, uh, oh, because I guess, not I guess, because uh, Kamala had like supported Medicare for all in the past. And now she's like do- on a different platform because of Biden. So like, how can she reconcile that? Right. And like Buttigieg came in, he's like, I don't know. How can an evangelical reconcile being on the same ticket as Trump? And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> now. He went in. He's like, I don't know. You tell me if he can reconcile. I'm pretty sure she can, she'll be okay with this one. She'll take one. It'll be yeah. fine. Oh now we gosh. can talk about the star of the show, Mr. Yes. Fly or Miss Fly, or maybe gender neutral. I don't know. Maybe right. they just want to be referred to as the Fly. Yes. I don't know. But the Fly was everything. Perfect timing. Immaculate mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. You know who else had immaculate timing was Biden's campaign because they came out with that fly slaughter. So quick. So quick. Like he definitely has some Gen Zers on his like like campaign. They've got to be on his merch campaign because they come out with things so quickly, so quickly. Mm-hmm. I know this is a lot of political talk for Modern Bruja, but we know we've said this before. Part of like being a spiritualist in today's society is really taking stands for our community yes. and being Trump, an activist. Right, being an activist and being an activist doesn't mean you vote. It doesn't mean you sometimes take to the streets. Activism looks has many many forms, mm-hmm. and in this case, it has the form of standing against Trump because es un pedazo de mierda and the fly was saying anything Knew around that. him. Yeah, the fly was la, la señora, señorita mosca. Maybe she's a mujer decente. We don't know. I don't want to say que señora o doña es señorita. Señor mosca. Okay. Was like, uh, eso aquí huele a pura mierda, Pence. Okay? And then she went and sat her... I'm going to call her a girl because you know what? She had like divine energy. And... Mm-hmm. No offense to our brujos out there, but like we all know where divine energy comes from. Okay, so came over, crossed her little like fly legs, and just sat there, just chilled, just chilled. There was like a time, what had timers going on? And honestly, the fly could have landed anywhere. Like it could have landed on his suit, on his shoulder, not even been noticed. Right on the type of his snow white head. Like the contrast. She wanted to be noticed. The contrast, the contrast, folks, because it was like like bright white hair that pops mm-hmm. out on screen, and this little 
you know, dainty, black, beautiful, majestic fly just flutters its little wings. I am never going to kill, first of all, I am never going to kill a fly. They have done so much for us in the last 24 hours. They just saved. That fly just saved a few flies is all I'm saying. Okay. Really that as I think about it more, even though I think it was genius marketing to have the fly swatter in the Biden campaign, I think it's kind of mean. That fly came in and, and you know what? They gave us a win. They did. They Don't, kill the fly. Win. Don't kill the fly. Don't kill the fly. Guys, if anything, <sighs> just sit there to watch. And like, how do you not notice that there's a fly on your head? Right? Like, don't you feel itchy? Like, I feel itchy just thinking about, thinking about it. Like, I feel itchy with my frizz. Like, I'm always touching my frizz because I know it's like, I know my frizz is happening. Like, I know it's happening. Right. It feels different. How do you not know you have a fly, unless, unless you're decomposing and you're deaf and you have no sensation. And then because you're decomposing, you don't want to move too much. Because, man, you were still then for that fly not to move. Like, you didn't even, you know, do a little shimmy shake, nothing. Nothing, nothing honey. Nothing. You were like stone still. Listen, Senorita Mosca was everything. She will be welcome for tea at my house. We're going to have her on, on a future, future episode. She's going to be featured <laughs> on a future episode. Senorita Mosca, tell us who sent you. What kind of brujeria do you do? Would you call yourself a curanderex? How would you describe yourself? How I'm would you crying. describe yourself? I can't. <laughs> How would you describe yourself? I can't wait for that interview. That's going to be, that will be the oh, interview of the century. The interview God. of the century. Whoever lands I'm that crying. interview, whoever lands that interview, gold. Is all I'm gonna say. Anyway, oh my gosh. I wish that Mosquita nothing but the best. Blessings, blessings, Mosquita. May you live a long three days. Okay. Thank a you for your days. service. Thank you for Thank your you. service. Thank you. We owe you on behalf of the American people. We love you. We love you. Um, oh, snap. So it's been crazy. And it's like, so these debates have been crazy. Right, even though the one last night was a lot more civil than whatever Trump did the last time, but like, you know, they're still pretty crazy. You know, mm -hmm. questions are going unanswered. It is what it is. Like, that's normal in a debate. I'm like, whatever. You're just being petty, too. Like, everybody's just being petty. They're sidestepping. Right, because they're on Which both sides. Which is a politician move. Like, that's what that's, politicians do. And we expect that. And while we deserve better as a people, like, th that takes a lot of organization on our part in terms of, like, <laughs> making them accountable. And mm -hmm. we're just trying to get one person out of the office, so we don't even have strength for all that right now. We're like, <laughs> right. can we just, like, focus on getting him out? We'll, we'll talk about accountability later. <laughs> um but um so but it's crazy and i think a lot of it has to be a lot of the craziness that we're in is actually the topic of today's episode which is the moon right because mm -hmm. the month of october has two full moons a new moon and a lot of crazy astrology going on just a lot of crazy signs a lot of yes. crazy signs um and a lot of the moon a lot of the moon energy this month is actually in I want to say in opposition to a lot of the planets. So like where there might be good energies, like, like for example, the, the full moon in Libra really might be, um, or the new moon in Libra, the new moon in Libra might be mm -hmm. a really good, like energy, like it's a good placement to have the moon in because it's Libra, it's Venus, right? It's just a great like motherly feminine type of energy, which is what the moon is all about. It's got like Saturn and Mars, you know, in these like harsh oppositions and it's creating a lot of tension and it's creating a lot of, I think, miscommunication. You also have Mercury coming up. You know, people like are aggressive. Mars. Mm -hmm. Mars, Mars is in retrograde. Right. I see a lot of people lately just lose it for no reason. People that are calm and patient. I'm just like, mm -hmm. yo. And by the way, I'm usually like the fiery one, even because my Mars is in Scorpio. So if you want to talk about petty girl. <laughs> call me okay call me i got you right um but like people and i i don't necessarily have a bad temper like i have a i have actually a pretty good temper but like certain things will like i'm like i can't and it'll i'll lose it right the uh what i have noticed is that people that usually are very very temper like they're not temperamental at all they're very calm very usually very pacifying like the littlest things they're like ready to box and i'm like 
Maybe that's what happened to Pence. Mother, mother really Mac got them. upset. Mother was really like, yo, te pasaste, te pasaste, and went. Hit him with a pencil. I don't know. I don't know. That was definitely an injury. That was not normal. That or he's a demon. It's one or the other. One or the other. <laughs> no, it's like pick one. Pick one, whichever one you want. I think most people are probably going to go with demon. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say that mother finally got tired of his shit. I don't support spousal abuse. I really don't, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, I don't, I don't really consider them married either because he calls her mother. So maybe it's just the mom it's... hitting the child. Uh, but so formal too. Like why not just mom then if you're going to call her out of her name? I just don't know where that's normal to call your wife mother. Like, like on a farm. I mean, I know they're from Indiana, but like on a farm somewhere, maybe it's just not normal to call her mother. And then to like make a political campaign out of that. Like you're sleeping mm-hmm. with somebody. Well, no, dique. Okay, sleeping with somebody. I'm doing air quotes, okay? I'm doing air quotes. Dike that, you know, they sleep together. How are you going to sleep with somebody you call mother? So weird. They're not even Spanish. Like, maybe mami, umami. Like, you right. know, like, oh, oh, this is this is how my friend, y'all missed this story if you're not part of Patreon. Y'all missed this story, but I did have a story about a friend that had a career i'm I'm gonna make you pay for patreon to hear that story okay but uh the continuation is that we don't know how she made sexual sounds and maybe that's maybe she hung around a lot of latinas and knew that you could do mommy papi and that was like ooh, mommy ooh, papi you know (laughs) like i'm just saying oh my gosh yeah so many things wrong with this so many things wrong with pence and trump yeah, but anyway, anyway, so moon energy is hardcore right now. I think it's messing with a lot of people's own energy because it's also like mm-hmm. a lot of moon energy to have in one month, you know, like that's three right. moons, like three moons to really deal with their different energies and then their oppositions and their conjunctions with different planets. That's a lot to process for us. So a lot of astrologers have been saying that October and November were going to be some of the toughest months because mm-hmm. of all these things going on with the moon and the astrology and everything like that. So, and then with the moon too, it also depends on where in your chart it's falling, you know, if it's um, what it's looking like for your, you know, if it, is it in opposition to your natal moon? Right. And that might just be a whole nother situation for you right there too. Right. 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 So without all that being said, as part of Martin Bruja Radio, we are <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be talking about uh, the moon and just some of the things that we do to keep our peace when times are feeling turbulent because of either moon energy or not, or just like just regular mm-hmm. moon stuff. Like we're going to pretend that this isn't 2020, right? And that we do our regular just moon normal. rituals. Yes, yes. So, which mm-hmm. one do you want to tackle first, the full moon or the new moon? We can do the new moon. Oh, I'm so glad you picked that one. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. I love the new people love the full moon. Like I know. Yeah, and I get it. I get I it. I love listen. Yeah. I love you can't all, see the new moon. I love all the phases of the moon. I am a moon girl for sure. Same. We talked about this. I'm named after the moon. I am a moon <laughs> goddess. Okay, Heritas. <laughs> Heritas. Uh, I was trying to think of like, do I have a moon turban? I don't have a moon turban, but I have like a little turban that has like, it's like iridescent, gives it a little Ooh, bit of moon vibes. Yeah. I actually know where that one is. I might bring it out for a picture later on. <laughs> anyway, I need to come out with my own turban line. If there's anybody who knows how to sew, call me or DM me because <laughs> I don't look at my phone. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. There's that too. I love the new moon. Not though. during Mercury retrograde because... <laughs> Wait till after the retrogrades over. Call me in twenty twenty one. Call me in twenty twenty one. Just be safe. Call me in January. Call me in January. The um, Mm. I love I love all phases of the moon. The full moon is great. I feel like it gets way too much hype. I really like the new moon. Mm -hmm. The new moon's my favorite. Mm -hmm. My my favorite phase. My favorite. Yeah. The manifesting. mm -hmm. Manifesting phase. So even though we don't see the moon. 
like how we would see it and it's in full glory when the full moon, the new moon is great for manifesting yeah. for goals and using the energy of whatever um, sign the moon is in to kind of push those petitions that you want. You know, yeah. so I do, I enjoy uh, manifesting and writing down my manifestations during the moon time. Yes. Um, I love the new moon. I definitely like manifesting. I always tell people start things on the new moon because it has mm -hmm. the best energy. I mean, it also depends what sign is it, it's in, right? Right. You know, um, because depending on the sign that it's in, you might want to do more or less of certain things and not like, and to be honest, not every new moon is actually great for manifesting. It really is not the best time. Like for example, new moon in Virgo, the best thing to actually do is probably to look at your habits and see which are the habits that you no longer want to carry with you and like start the process of like shedding them, of releasing them. So, uh, because the Virgo moon to like start something, it's like very meticulous. So it is like, it's great because it's going to be very detail oriented, but it's going to be a more slow process. So I would say like for the Virgo new moon, like definitely look about, look at your habits, see what you want to release, what you don't want to take with you into the next phase. And kind of like weeding them out because it's kind of like manifesting like a bad habit out of your life right right um so a lot of people will start like diets um so like basically stopping a bad habit because it's a good time to like look at your health because virgo also rules health right so i love new moons though i love i don't even like i used to do like a new moon ritual where i used to like write things down i used to like host them and now it's like just so in my head i just like dream about all the things and just like like talk to the moon. It's so, so funny. Cool. I, I, when I started manifesting, I would, I would write it down and now mm -hmm. I don't. It's almost yeah. like, yeah, I know what I need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You got it. You read my brain. You got this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Are there any other things that you do around the new moon? Like any rituals or anything like that besides just manifestation? Um, no, not every single moon, like you mentioned, some moons I do work more, especially if it's my personal moon, I'm a Libra moon. So new moon, I like to charge, um, like my beauty items and things too. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that I, like my makeup brushes, I'll do that, leave them out. Um, and I know some people like charge crystals and stuff during the full moon. I like to do it during the new moon too. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, I like, I do a lot of uh, moon waters. So I have like new moon waters. I have full moon waters. And I also have moon waters that charge for like the full cycle of the moon, like the full phase of the moon. But I like using new moon water when I'm starting things or like asking for something, um, you know, as an offering to like my altar and whatever altar I'm on, because you know, we have different altars. So depending on the mm -hmm. altar, if it's like a saint, offering them new moon water if I'm going to be working on a project and I need their help on that project. Like I really right. like will offer them new moon water for sure. Um, you know what I really like about the moon cycle that we actually didn't talk about is as women, our cycle is tied to mm -hmm. the moon, mm -hmm. you know? And so the new moon, like, you know, I really encourage women that still have cycles. And even if you don't have cycles, like there's a way to do this if you don't, if you no longer have a cycle, right? Um, but for this purpose right now, I'm gonna say like, if you have a cycle, it's really good to like chart your own cycle with the phase of the moon to see how it actually like works with the moon, like the energy mm -hmm. of the moon. And you might find that like some days for like the new moon, some people are much more energetic. Some people are not. So like, if you right. know that you're not energetic, like don't schedule a meeting on a new moon because that would be like the worst time. It's how you react to the phase of that moon, right? Right. Some people are all about the full moon and like, you know, there's like this thing, like the full moon causes pregnancies to like, you know, for births to happen. It causes like people to act crazy, you know, like full moon energy. People tend to be more energetic. I actually tend to be the opposite. I tend to be very much like recluse during a full moon like don't talk to me during a full moon because i'm like i'm tired i'm i'm exhausted i'm exhausted um but for like new moon there's like and i'm gonna get this wrong some people have a belief that for the new moon to like get pregnant you want to have your cycle during the new moon because it means it's like you're creating something right makes sense 
Yeah. And then for the full moon, you would obviously be like, that would be like your conception time type of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But there is a, there is a, um, philosophy among midwives that like the midwives would have their cycle, their period come during the full moon because they that would be time that they wouldn't be able to give birth so they can be present for the women that are giving birth so like their cycles are usually opposite than the majority of the women so they can be present and help women through the birthing process so huh. moon energy is strong it is strong mm -hmm. strong i don't you know what's funny is like you say like charging your crystals um under the moon energy i recommend that to a lot of people and it's actually not something that i do I don't do it every time. So that's mm -hmm. another spirit led activity because I right. have selenite, which we were talking about in a previous episode, which is one of my favorite stones. And the reason too is because it never needs to be charged okay. and it cleanses all the other stones around it. So I like to keep, you know, that one around too, you know, aside from the protection, it also offers that extra piece so that I don't have to necessarily charge my crystals every single moon. I mean, I don't know who would have time. I'm a, you know, we're modern brujas. We be busy. So <laughs> we be busy. So we, um, we need to make sure that <laughs> I can't even get it. Sorry, folks. I'm trying to like signal. A lot, yeah. Guys. Jay fidgets a lot. This is part of the throat chakra work right yes. so she's like moving her mic <laughs> next week she's gonna have a better setup because she's gonna be prepared and she's gonna be heard yes. she's gonna be heard <laughs> uh, in the meantime stop moving around okay i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> it's so hard i don't know why yeah i don't know who has time yeah. to like charge crystals all the time i think it, right. you know, it's not that it actually doesn't take time it just takes it takes the, I think the intention to do it. And I'm not always intent. Um, I don't always have that type of intention about my crystals. Right. right? Cause like we talked in the last episode, the previous episode, I obviously wear them a lot, but I just don't really like them. So like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have them everywhere goodness. in my house. I only work with them every day, but I don't really get it. I like charging them <laughs> for me. I like charging my crystals on my altar. It's a thing. It's for me, mm -hmm. it's more about charging them in the altar and giving them a different intention. But yeah, cleansing them on the moon energy, I think is really cool. And I never really thought about doing it on the new moon energy in that way either, mm -hmm. but it makes sense. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, what about the full moon? The full moon, I tend to focus on releasing, which is why I do more during the new moon um, because the full moon for me is straight up releasing and like that's it and I focus my energy on on that and depending on what sign the full moon is in I try to grab that um, energy so I make a list mm -hmm. of the things that I want to um, ask spirit to help me release some moons they burn fast <laughs> other moons they burn really snow lock me off my feet until the next new moon mm-hmm um, so I don't do them again. I don't do them every single full moon. I do it when I'm kind of led to. And then if there is definitely something that I need to release. Right. Um, the one thing I wanted to um, talk about that you were, that you had mentioned is actually working with the energy of the moon and to elaborate, mm -hmm. I think on what you meant with that is the sign that the moon is in. So whether it's in Libra, if it's in Virgo, if it's in Sagittarius, Capricorn, each moon has its sign, right? Like mm -hmm. it has the energy. So when you think about like your moon sign, right? Your moon sign mm -hmm. is really about like how you feel about things, right? Um, how you even think of like internally, how you think right. you feel about things. So if you take that into consideration, whether you're working with new moon energy or full moon energy, um, but with full moon in this particular case, it's about like, how does Libra, like the full moon in Libra, because that's what we're going to experience, the new moon, sorry, I'm getting this all messed up because I have no <laughs> idea when this is going to air. I'm trying to like, okay. The new moon, if we're talking about new moon in Libra, for example, which is going to happen on October 16th, um, that's how, that's how people kind of see you a little bit, right? Like that's how you think and how you feel, but more on the outer. So like, what does Libra energy have? Libra energy right. has 
love and value and justice, right? Right. So mediator type of energy. Right. I always so, like to assign um, either like celebrities or just overall archetypes to make it easier to understand, you know, like Libra energy. We know it's Libra's ruled by Venus. So just thinking of that kind of thing or um, Leo energy, you know, JLo's very Leo, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and seeing how, you know, the way she dresses, the way she, so picking up on that energy, um, especially if you're a newbie to astrology to understand how it applies. Right. Like right. that vibrancy or that mediator type or that detail, you know, oriented of the Virgo, like you'll start picking up on those little things. Right. Cause like, mm -hmm, cause Virgo, <laughs> Jay caught herself moving. <laughs> Cynthia's about had it with noises. So she was like, <laughs> she's like, ooh, ooh, before she yells at me, sorry, before she yells sorry. at me, before she yells at me. Um, right. Yeah. Like, like actually, if you look at, you know, who rules that sign. So with Virgo, it's actually ruled by Mercury. So it's a communication sign, mm -hmm. right? It's also ruled. It also rules health. So like looking at those things that you look at, those are the things that you either want to bring in manifest or release. Right. Right. So with Venus um, ruling Libra and then us being in a new moon, if you're going to manifest anything, it might be around manifesting things around love. Mm -hmm. Self-love. Self-love relationships, even manifesting things that are pretty, that make you feel yes. good, your well-being. Beauty, glamour, magic, yep. Right, because Venus is all about well-being, like you mm. feeling good and feeling looks about yourself, right? Right. So you manifesting those things would be the things that you might want to try for the new moon. If you're working with, like, for example, the full moon in Libra, you might want to release things that are maybe a little bit more toxic for you, like an overindulgence in Venus energy, right? Like right. maybe those relationships that aren't serving you or releasing um, negative you know, behaviors, right? Or, the inability to like make decisions. So you can be more firm about those things, right? Like that might be things that you want to release in, in the full moon. So definitely looking at the sign, looking at who rules that sign and then the energy of that sign and using that for the best of like, it's like really kind of like hone in and do like power stuff of like, mm -hmm. what is the, you know, what should I be releasing for this full moon or what should I be bringing in for this new moon type of energy? And then I'm going to add a little plot twist. <laughs> so work with me here. If your moon... <laughs> If the moon in Libra is in your fourth house, right? That's like the house of home. There may be something around. And to me, that immediately I start thinking about prettying up my home, right? Making my home right. more aesthetically pleasing. How can I do that? Um, and there's a great book that I love and recommend. There's also a, a Oracle deck that she made with the book. And it's called Moonology, M-O-O-N-ology. And it helps you because some of y'all probably like, well, I don't know where the hell the fourth house is compared mm -hmm. to, but that book will just tell you. And all you have to do is look up your rising sign. And then it'll be like, oh, this moon in Libra is going to be in your fourth house. Who wrote the book? Yasmin. Y-A-S-M-I-N. That's as far as I'm going to get. <laughs> Yasmin. It's like Boland or Roland, something like that. Right. I mean, here's, here's a, yes, yes to everything you said. I'll post it on the Instagram. I'll, I'll post it. I have a hard copy of that book because I do like to kind of look it up. So. And yes to everything that Jay said, especially like the more seasoned you get with doing moon work, right? And a lot of like, a lot of brujas, curanderas, spiritualists, like we work with the moon because the moon is very, very powerful. It holds a lot of energy and we work with it in different ways. Like, you know, curanderas will only do certain rituals under certain phases of the moon because they believe that because we're working with the moon, we've got to work with that energy and harvest the energy that it has for protection, right? Um, so like if you're, if you're like much more advanced in your moon work, definitely incorporate the stuff that Jay is talking about because it does take a little bit more about knowing your own astrology, knowing where everything is in your home. And, and your, when I say your home, like your wheel, your astrology wheel, right? Um, that might be overwhelming. And if you've never done any moon work, I would just say start with like a simple new moon manifestation and a full moon release. 
and slowly start to incorporate the sign stuff that we talked about, knowing that it's in Libra and that's what you should be trying to manifest or what you should be trying to release. And then as you're working it up, then you go into the plot twist that Jay inter- uh, uh, brought to us. And it's like looking at where, the, where your moon is located, where that sign, that energy is located in your, in your houses. Um, like for me, it's my, my Libra is in my second home, my second house. It's my money you know, house. I, I don't even know. I'm going to have to, which is crazy because I learned a new word. I'm a Libra stellium. Thank you so am I. very much. So oh, am I. That makes I'm sense. a Virgo. I'm a Virgo and a Libra stellium because you have to have three of your planets in each one. Yeah. Yeah. So I have four, I think, mm-hmm. in, in uh, Libra, but I can't remember. It's a, it's either eighth or ninth house, but now I have to double check. Yeah. So right now I'm going to take a pause and I'm going to take the pause because I was going to talk about this, but this is the perfect intro is that the other thing that we want to talk about were deities that go along with the moon. Oh right? yeah. And when you said Libra stellium, I'm also Libra stellium is um, daughters of Isis. I know. I just you learned knew, that. You I knew I was going to bring up my homie. You knew I was going to bring up my homie. <laughs> For those of you, I was like, oh my God, Sid, look. Yeah. I'm legit now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, daughters of Isis. So there's a belief that daughters of Isis, so people that have a lot of Isis energy in them, tend to have Libra stellium. So a lot of planets in that, in their Libra house, wherever, you know, if it's, whether it's on the first, second, third, twelfth, whatever that is, whatever mm-hmm. house that's in you have a lot of Isis energy and the type of Isis magic that you possess, uh, you know, that house might tell you a little bit about it, right? So for example, if you're taking you know, notes, yeah, take some notes. Like if it is in the family, like if it is in the family house, right, that's the fourth house, right. then you might, you might have a lot of, um, you know, your Isis magic might be in creating family, right? or helping families, you know, mine's is in the second house, which is the house of like home and money, right? Like that for me means is like, if not for nothing, I'm also a Virgo, like a lot of the magic that I do. So um, a stellium in, in Libra means that you have a lot of Isis energy, a lot of Isis magic. So look at the house that your Libra energy or Libra stellium is located in, if you have one, which means three planets or more. There are mm-hmm. like two different philosophies on a stellium. Some people feel that it has to be three of your major planets. Some people just feel it has to be any three planets, right? Like I actually okay. have three, like all of I mean, I'm giving you all too much information, but for me, like all of my, all of my planets are basically in the first three homes, like the three, three first houses to begin with. Right. So like, I'm basically having stellions in every single house, with the exception of like, I have like one, like my Scorpio is like an outlier, basically. Um, My Sagittarius, I mean, is an outlier that I have, but you want to look at that. And that's going to be a little indicative of the type of Isis magic that you hold. Cause Isis is I mean, she is the goddess of 10,000 names, but Mm -hmm. she is known for her moon energy. She's really one of the first goddesses that really worked with moon magic. In fact, if you look at how she's portrayed, right, one of her, one of the portrayals that she has is the moon disc on top of her head, right? Like with the, with the snakes and stuff like that is, she is a moon goddess. So we're both daughters of Isis. We got some extra magic. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, What are some other moon deities that you like to work with? Um, see, when I think of moon, I think of my moon. So that's why Venus. I'm immediately going to Venus, but mm-hmm. also the Taino, uh, Diosa Luna, which is a mm-hmm. moon goddess. Um, so I love working with Diosa Luna. Uh, and then, like you said, Venus. Um, I can't even think maybe Aphrodite, but not, I don't get really into too much of the Greek. I, I feel like when I do talk about Venus, it's more the beauty specifically. It's so if Roman. I'm doing any, yeah. yeah, if I'm doing like um, beauty rituals, it's, I'm talking about Venus most likely. But other than that, I don't really use Venus for any other kind of moon specific. Mm. I just use it for like Libra moon specific. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, it totally makes sense. Yeah. I definitely work a lot with Isis. Um, you know that it's Mm -hmm. the main person that I work with I work a lot um, because of my name my name is Cynthia it's named after one of the mountains in Greece which is 
a tribute to Artemis, who is a moon goddess in Greek mythology. Um, Cynthia is like a derivative of Artemis and so is Diana. So those two names are like moon names, having moon names. So I do work with Artemis a lot sometimes just because of my name sake kind of being after her i'll do a couple of tributes to her i don't work a lot with the aztec goddess um of 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 the moon mainly because there isn't a lot of like there isn't a lot known about her right okay. because a lot of that history got destroyed that a lot of that wasn't like passed down and also uh in an aztec i don't want to call it mythology but an aztec religion um when Basically, you kind of knew who was in power by the deity that was in power or the deity that got killed, basically, right? Because the Aztecs were warriors. So the the last story that was told about the moon goddess was really that she had been defeated. So, she, you know, and they, they dismember what whoever they defeat, right? She was dismembered and that's how she became the moon because her head was thrown into the into the sky. But there isn't much about like how they would worship with her, worship her or work with her other than that there's a lot of belief that a lot of the practices that the curanderas had were practices that were, were tied to, to this particular goddess because they were working with her energy. Um, but I think it goes back to like, not for nothing, right? Um, we don't get to work with as much of our energy um, in terms of our, of our history as we do with like other, like, you know, I, Isis and with Artemis, because for the most part, their history was more preserved than our, or at least retold, mm -hmm. maybe not fully preserved, right. but retold, because, because Isis was blacklisted for a very, very long time, you know, she was, she was evil, she was, she, they, a lot of her practitioners had to go into hiding because they were being killed, right, um, but a lot of her history did survive, it was just retold after time, and, and even now, the way that we know it, it's not correct, you know, it's still a lot of, like, male perspective right mm -hmm. um and there's a lot of her a lot of her priestesses and a lot of her daughters that are trying to set the record stay and say like no she was powerful and she was you know she was a mother um so like a lot of this history has been erased but it's moon energy because it's feminine energy and i feel like right. that's the energy that for, that's the feminine energy is the energy that has been suffering for the longest in this in this world because it's been seen as a threat right right um and you see that a lot within our own cultures like a lot of the deities in a lot of the indigenous cultures in Latin America, we don't know a lot about because that history was completely destroyed. So we only know it's been orally told to us and a lot mm -hmm. of, not a lot of it survived as we've been kind of whitewashed a little bit. Right. Right. Um, but I do like Artemis. She's feisty <laughs> with a little bow and arrow. She's cute. <laughs> she is it's cute. So She's cute. I like her. I like her. Um, what, anything else you want to share about the moon? No, I think we've covered it. Okay. It's, I think it's crazy that we have a blue moon in October on Halloween. So, um, which is like, you know, Hallow's Eve. So mm -hmm. it's interesting that it's almost like the portal with the moon. It's like opening that portal there. So. It's yeah. going to be interesting energy. I'm definitely going to recommend that if you're listening to this episode and you want to learn more about moon energy, definitely look up the blue moon energy because it's going to be crazy. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, stay in your home. <laughs> vote. <laughs> vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Um, and then go home because it's going to be a little turbulent. There's a lot of just energy going on and it's got a lot of oppositions going on to it too. So being very intentional with whatever you're doing for your, for your full moon ritual, but it's going to be magical for sure. Magical. Mm -hmm. All right. That's pretty much it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode with um, us talking about the moon and talking about some politics and a little bit of yelling back and forth. Let's do do. <laughs> that's what we do uh we'll see you next week guys bye-bye bye can't wait until next week for more modern bruja check out our bio for more ways to connect bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.